Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week we read Parsha Matot Mase, a double portion and the last in the book of Bamidbar. We'll start with a brief recap. There's a bunch of laws about making vows and how to get out of them, and then the Israelites are commanded to kill all the Midianites, which they do except they don't kill all the Midianites, just the men. Moses is like really pissed about this since the women were the ones who seduced the Israelites. The soldiers are purified after their encounter with corpses, and then the spoils of the war are divided in half, with one half being evenly split between the 12,000 soldiers, and the other half split evenly between the rest of the people. The officers do a count and realize not one soldier was killed, so they voluntarily offer up a bunch of jewelry as thanks to God. The tribes of Reuben, God, and half of Manasseh realize they like it on this side of the Jordan, and they ask Moshe to ask God if they can stay there. Moshe doesn't love the idea, but agrees as long as they accompany the rest of the tribes into the land of Israel to help them fight. The Torah then shifts into a travelogue, telling us all the places the Israelites camped over the last 40 years. God tells them to kill all the Canaanites and destroy their idols when they get into the land, and then gives the borders for the different portions which are to be assigned by lottery. The Levites also receive 48 cities to live in since they don't get a portion of the land, and six of these 48 will be cities of refuge for a person who accidentally kills another. The Parsha and the Book of Bamidbar ends with a law that the daughters of Zilofchad, who we met a few weeks ago when they petitioned to receive their father's portion of the land because he had died with no sons, well, those daughters must marry within their tribe so that the land doesn't leave their tribe. The end. Chazak, chazak, v'nit chazak. May we be strengthened by this reading. So this is one of those parshas that makes me really uncomfortable because it talks about humans, specifically women who are virgins, as spoils of war who get divided between the priests, soldiers, and rest of the people. It's just, it's uncomfortable. It reminds me of a West Wing episode where one of the main characters, Leo, is arguing with a general about the U.S. joining the war crimes treaty at the U.N., The general is against the idea, and he finally shares with Leo that when Leo was a soldier in the Vietnam War, he flew a mission that he thought was to take out a military target, but actually killed civilians. Why would you tell me that? Leo asks him, horrified. All wars are crimes, the general replies. So sure, this war that the Israelites fought against Midian was commanded by God, but killing or enslaving other people is a crime, period. And it seems like the Torah sort of agrees. Every time it refers to these women who were captured, it calls them nefesh adam, which literally means breathing or soul people. It's a deeply empathic way to refer to people, especially while discussing how to treat them as chattel. I'd like to think that the using of these words to refer to the captured Midianite women is the Torah's way of reminding the Israelites and us that all war is a crime and that all humans are humans regardless of where they came from or who their people are. So this week, I want to offer a blessing to these Midianite women who have watched their families be killed in a war and their homes burned, only to be brought to the camp of their captors and parceled out. I hope that they found themselves in homes that recognize their trauma and their humanity. And instead of turning this blessing to you, listener, as I usually do, I want to use this as a chance to recognize the estimated 25 million people worldwide who are victims of human trafficking. I hope we use this Parsha to learn more about the issue of human trafficking, how to recognize it, and how to build more safety for vulnerable people. I'll see you next week.